the head coach of the University of Utah, oh Coach Witt. Now, now, Coach, I've got to tell you something before we start this interview. Last year, uh, we had an issue with the headset, if you remember. You, I remember. Uh, vividly, it, it, yes. It got a little bit mangled. That sucker is brand spanking new. Okay, I won't touch it. We, we pulled the plastic <laughs> off it this morning. We got a new headset just for you, Coach. All right. It's last, good to go. Last year, you broke it low volume. I, I think I did. It. I think I did. Yes. <laughs> low came by. like, well, do I eat this? I'm like, no. Man, you just wear it. How you doing, Coach? Doing good. Doing good. Just uh, you know, going through the paces. This kind of signifies the the uh, you know the football season's upon us, and and so it's excited to get going and and uh, see what this season brings. Pick number one. How's that feel? Yeah, that's uh, you know since, since we've been in the league, that hasn't happened. Obviously, we've been picked just about everywhere else, but but uh, you know I think it's positive and negative. I mean, the the positive certainly is that. There's guys out there that recognize you got some talented players on your team and, and a good group coming back. And I think it's a, a nice accolade for our returning players that, that people are taking notice. Uh, you know, the negative come in if we start thinking that we have all the answers and don't need to work as hard and, and do all those things to prepare to win football games. And so I, I think our team is pretty well grounded and, and uh, mature enough and has enough leadership that that uh, they're going to be able to handle that. And this is something that we. Uh, semi-anticipated, I guess you could say. We've already had conversation, a lot of conversation with the players about this uh, prior to prior to this point in time. So you just look at your team, and you seem to have. So, you obviously have so many returning players. A couple of issues is going to be special teams, as far as the greatness that you've had. And I, and I'm here to tell you, man. I will just be stunned if you pull another kicker out of your you-know-what <laughs> again. I mean, this, these guys have been incredible. What are you going to do there? Well, that to be determined. That, you know, it kind of threw us for a loop when when Shaden Johnston decided to uh, go the medical school route, and, and good for him. I'm not, you know, it, in his best interest and something that uh, he really wanted to do, but the timing wasn't ideal for us. Right. And so we've got uh, a kicking competition that will take place in fall camp. There's going to be three or four guys involved. And uh, hopefully we'll come away with a guy that can get the job done for us. We feel good about the punting situation. we got Ben Lennon, who was there all spring, and and uh, we really think he's got a lot of potential and is going to be a, an outstanding punter for us. And so really the question marks on our football team is, is up front on the offensive line, got some spots to fill there, and then the, the place kicker. Yeah. Coach, going back to the number one selection, I, I've had some different coaching in, in, in that area where a coach, when we were projected big time, came in and kind of attacked us as players and and, and attacked our our uh, our willingness to feel good about those things and you know maybe get over our skis a little bit with that <laughs> do, you, do you feel like you have to manage some of that with these players well like i said we did from preemptive conversation with our guys uh, several months ago and and uh, you know when there was rumblings that hey you might be the favorite in the pac 12 and all this type of stuff and so we we had uh, you jumped on that really we quick, did, huh? early yeah early on uh in fact it was back in spring and, uh, you know, the assistant coaches did the same thing in their position meetings and, and made really driving the point home that, hey, you know, whatever happens with the, the preseason stuff, it doesn't matter. It, it has no bearing on what's going to happen. you got to go out and play the games every week. And, and uh, so, you know, we've, we think we've headed that off of the past, but uh, we'll see. Because Bradley seemed like he was pretty well coached on what to say well, when good. we had him on the That's headset. We're doing, we're doing our job. He was like, what are you talking about? We're like, yeah, you're number one. He's like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> good for Bradley. He didn't want to mention it. Yeah, good for him. I, I have this theory, and tell me if it's nuts. It probably is. It's nuts. Generally <laughs> <laughs> speaking. Next question. He's known me too long. <laughs> that 
with these expectations being so high, pick to win the division, 33 out of 35 votes, and then obviously pick to win the conference, which would mean you go to the Rose Bowl, which is incredible, that this year, instead of playing a, a lesser opponent, playing a, a, obviously BYU in the first game, that it... It will work together to get their attention from the very first second that you guys gather here this next week. Well, I think there's some validity to that, believe it or not. I All right. <laughs> so, uh, and one thing I do like, and that we do like, is that we got all three non-conference games up front. And yeah. then we get in the Pac-12 play and just play. Because last year, it was a little bit odd. Yeah, you know, yeah. Having the Pac-12 and then the rivalry game and then yeah. back into the Pac-12 championship game. And so I think two things. Number one, we're, we're pleased with that, that we have all three non-conference early on. And uh, number two, it does get our players' attention. I mean, they're they're definitely focused and understand who the first opponent is and, and understand that uh, it's not like, uh, you know, some of the years where we've had a, right. a little softer lead-in, I guess yeah, you could yeah, say. Yeah. Can you take us back to that halftime. You know, there's a there's one point. It was a 21 or a 24 point lead at that in that rivalry game before that uh, game against Washington, the Pac-12 championship game. What, what did you say at halftime? And when did it finally <laughs> click that hey, uh, yeah, we're kind of in a game, pretty important game. Here. Yeah. Well, we had a good conversation at halftime. Yeah. You know, that was <laughs> lovely. That was uh, something that did transpire. And you know, the, the short version is, you know, we got 30 minutes to get this thing turned around period otherwise you're gonna have to live with this you know for the rest of your life essentially and so uh you know i just hate to see you know the that's way a we, burden to put on the, well the way we were playing the <laughs> way we were yeah, playing was, yeah. Was frustrating. it's it, not as much about the win but how you guys are yeah, give, yeah. You know, go out and play like we're capable of and and uh so we uh you know we had some players you know speak up as well and and we had great leadership last year and the you know the guys you know chase and cody and the guys you'd expect uh you know voice their opinion and and uh, we came out and didn't go great. And we had the inner pick six right out of the gate, but then we gave up another touchdown to go back down 21. And so, so it wasn't like uh, it happened just immediately. But, but uh, we played much better in the second half and uh, played more like our, you know, what we're capable of. And fortunately, it turned out for us. Coach Witt with us on the Zone Sports Network. Coach, what's it like uh, having Coach Ludd back in the building? It's great. I can't say enough positive things about about that situation. And, and uh, you know, Andy. As, as many places he's been since we, you know, he's been three or four places since we had him here last, it hasn't changed at all. I mean, just the same meticulous, uh, detail-oriented guy, uh, very professional. Uh, just, you know, the way he handles his business is is, uh, is perfect for what we do here. And so great to have him on board. The players have really embraced what he's brought to the table. I thought spring ball went really well. And uh, Tyler Huntley, I know personally, is really excited about uh, this season. So you mentioned that you've discussed this expectation stuff and know, and you knew it was. We all knew it was coming. I talked about it today, right? We all right. knew it was coming. So you've addressed it. What is going to be the method going forward now, as far as these expectations and whatnot, and how will you mention it, or will you ignore it, or whatever it might be? Once the season or practice training camp starts, no, I, don't, I don't think you have to hide from it. I don't think that's you know. There's no reason for that. But the key is, yeah, we all know what our goal is. We want to win the Pac-12. Yeah, everyone's picked us to do that. But the focus is how. How are we going to do that? And that's the daily focus. What do we got to do today to take a step in the right direction to accomplish that goal? It's not the end goal itself. It's the process of how we're going to get to that end goal. That's what's got what the focus has got to be on. I think Jim Harding's got a pretty big task in front of him. You've got some transfers that are coming in. I just saw that you guys brought in a tight end transfer that's six six hundred and fifty pounds. Looks yep. like a big old you know meat eating brawler up front. Yep. 
uh, that can get involved in the blocking schemes. Have you had a chance to see this Marshall guard that you brought in, the transfer from Marshall, um, on in the weight room, on the field at all, and uh, and your expectations of what Jim Harden could do up front? Well, we studied his tape extensively, you know, before we made the move to try to get him in the program, and that's, you know, that we did our homework. He's an interior guy? Yeah, he's an interior guy. We feel like he's a good fit. Um, Jim does have, you know, offensive line coach has got his work cut out for him every year. I mean, that's a big job. That's, oh, yeah. you know, he's got uh, the most players in his position group of any of the assistant coaches. So he's got a, he's got a lot on his plate. But uh, I, I'm com- completely convinced that Jim will get it, get it, uh, get it right. We do have a couple question marks up front. We're still waiting on Bam Olasini, by the way, as well. Yeah, it, it's looking positive, but nothing is for certain yet. But. But the bottom line is we got to come away with eight guys we have confidence in. And of those eight guys, the five best have got to be situated on the field. And, and that's that's kind of the short version of what's got to happen. Jim has done that every single year since he's been in our program. We've seen at times Britton Covey look like a rag doll out there. What can you do <laughs> to help him stay healthy? Well, Britton, is, uh, he's not the biggest guy. It's not going to change. You know, he's 5'9 and 170 pounds. But, but uh, you know, he's... And he's courageous. I mean, yeah, the kid oh, no is doubt. so yeah. courageous. Yeah. And so, we saw it. Uh, you know, he's not going to back down from anybody. But, but uh, you know, going back to Coach Ludwig, uh, I've never come across a, a coach that can utilize his offensive personnel and put them in situations to maximize their abilities and, and uh, put them in situations to su- succeed any better than he has. And so I know that, that Andy will find the the right ways to use Britt and to get him in the in the situations that are best for him best for us and hopefully he can stay healthy throughout the course of the year coach you're the best thank you so much it's always great <laughs> thank to see you, you. appreciate hopefully that. we didn't make it too hard on thank you no you guys are great it's good Thanks, to see you coach, coach. Right, guys. there you go that's coach Witt joining us here at uh, Pac-12 Media Day